Welcome back to the Byline Breakdown, the podcast where we dive deep behind the headlines to understand the story. I'm your host, Mike Moliterno, and today we're uncovering the vibrant tapestry of immigrant communities and the impact of their entrepreneurial spirit on local economies. With me is Denise Dick, Special Projects Manager at the Business Journal and the author of the story that we're going to be talking about today. Thank you for being here, Denise. Thanks for having me. So your story begins with, I hope I'm saying this correctly, Monareth Kanal who left Bhutan at age 16 Correct. to come to the U.S. Well, actually, he the um, Bhutanese government sort of pushed people out who were ethnic Nepalese, and they um, initially settled at a refugee camp in Nepal. And there was some negotiation for them to potentially return to Bhutan, but those didn't, didn't work, and they tried to get citizenship in Nepal. I mean, to return to Bhutan, I'm sorry. And then they tried to get citizenship in um, Nepal, but Nepal wouldn't allow that. So... Um, in 2006, the U.S. said that they would take 60,000 Bhutanese to settle in the U.S. And that family initially was in Phoenix, Arizona. He worked for Delta Airlines. He started out um, cleaning airplanes and um, also like helping people who were in wheelchairs getting onto and off of the planes. And But it was very warm there and the, the um, employment opportunities weren't as vast as what the family was looking for. So he had an uncle who lived in Akron, who... So he thought it was too warm? Too too warm in, in, oh, okay. um, in uh, Phoenix, yeah. Sure. Oh, and, well, um, yeah, for most people be, it is, I guess, if you're from me. Nepal, yeah. I, I don't, I'm not real sure what the what the weather is in Bhutan, but anyway. Yeah. So his his uncle said there's lots of employment opportunities here. You certainly don't have to worry about the extreme heat here most of the year. And so the family relocated to Akron. And so they relocated to the North Hill neighborhood. Correct. What has been the impact of that population um, on the North Hill neighborhood? Well, the way it was described to me by a gentleman who works at this organization is called Asian Services in Action, or Asia for short. It That was an area of the um, community where people were leaving, and they've revitalized it. There's shops now and uh, restaurants, and many of them cater to that population because that's, um, A, what they know, knew how to and be they were ser- serving a need right so it's um, like there's a, a one building it's painted these vibrant colors there's clothing stores and international markets and restaurants that uh, have that kind of food so are, are most of these immigrants from Bhutan or are they from other countries as um, well in that particular neighborhood yeah. Bhutan but there's also in Akron there's a large um, I'm not sure I'm pronouncing it correctly Karan population which are, are people from Burma oh okay um, there's some other um, ethnic ethnic groups as well. But but in um, Akron, the Bhutanese, Akron has the second largest Bhutanese population in the country. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. I was surprised by that too. Yeah. So when you were up there, I guess, what was your take on the neighborhood as you were looking around? Um, well, we, um, Mr. Kanal that we started with, he's actually moved, since moved out to Cuyahoga Falls, which actually also has a pretty large um, populations. What I've learned that they set often people, refugees, not just from Bhutan, but different areas often settle in a community, but they don't always st- all stay there. Mm-hmm. And the reason that they, they settle, one, one, they have affordable housing and available housing there. That, that's part of the draw. But also people support each other. So you can imagine coming to a different country. You don't necessarily know the language. You don't know the customs. You don't know the way of life. So people who've been there longer can tell you what you need to know. So, but they don't always stay. Sometimes, as the, the their um, standard of living improves, they move out to someplace else. So that's the case with Mr. Canal. His family now moves lives in Cuyahoga Falls. I think that's probably been the case for a long time. I remember um, 
my dad and other relatives talking about similar situations with um, my Italian sure. um, relatives who came here you know, at the early 1900s, how they would all kind of settle mm-hmm. in one place. A family member would come. They'd have some distant relatives there. They would all kind of pull their resources for a while until everyone got on their feet. And yeah, that's right. I'm sure it's the same, same, same kind of thing now. So let's talk a little bit about the Valley repopulation plan. Mm-hmm. We've talked a little bit about it before right. in some of your other stories, but just in case uh, somebody isn't familiar, they've got the, the three R's yes. of the plan. Could you tell us a little bit about that and kind of how this ties in with, with the Valley repopulation plan? Um, well, the repopulation plan is being spearheaded by the uh, regional chamber and um, Eastgate Council of Regional Governments. And the three R's are retain, so the people, the young people who are here, return the people who have left for whatever reason, and then receive like uh, refugees and maybe, uh, immigrants. So in Bhutan, that's a large refugee population. But as one of the people that I spoke to up there in Akron um, told me, when you have uh, a refugee population, an immigrant population often forms kind of parallel. And they're looking at, there's lots of organizations who would be called upon to be involved if mm-hmm. this happens in the Valley, um, like the um, Catholic Charities Regional Agency, the Jewish Federation, some Jewish Federation of Youngstown, and I'm sure there will be others as well that we talked to um, last month. We'll continue our conversation after a short break, and uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about some of the surprising economic contributions of the immigrant population in Akron. We'll be right back. Attention all business enthusiasts in Northeast Ohio and Western Pennsylvania. The Business Journal has been your trusted partner since 1984 giving insights, updates, and fostering growth in your region. From Mahoning to Mercer, from Columbiana to Lawrence, we've got you covered. For just $10 a month or $99 a year, unlock our digital troves or get both print and digital for only $99 a year. Make the smart business choice. Subscribe now. Welcome back. We are here with Denise Dick discussing the impact of the immigrant community in Akron. Um, Denise, your story mentions a study by the New American Economy. Could you talk a little bit about the, um, those findings? The uh, New American Economy is a nonprofit, nonpartisan immigrant immigration research and advocacy organization. And they did a study in 2021, which found that in Akron, foreign-born residents contributed $2.1 billion to the economy of that region. And then also they um, looked at Pittsburgh, which also has a, a vibrant refugee population. And um, in that city, 26.8% more likely to be entrepreneurs than U.S.-born residents. In the Pittsburgh region, they Correct. found that? Yeah. Okay. Right. But, but that's that's something that, I mean, that's what this study found. But I've seen that that's high statistics for higher entrepreneur entrepreneurship among um, foreign-born people and just for whatever reason – because they, they, that's something that they know how to do, and they decide mm-hmm. to fill a need. If that's part of it, I would imagine. I'd imagine, you know, and it's just me, but it's kind of part of the American dream that sort too. of thing, too. That too. You yeah. know what I mean? Come here right. and kind of make it on your own and, and build your own, uh, build, uh, you know, make your own way. Mm-hmm. Um, we touched on it a little bit, but the role of organizations like the Catholic Charities and the Youngstown Area Jewish Federation, um, what are they going to be? I guess, are these people going to be all pulling together under some kind of umbrella or how are they going to be working? And I guess, what do we know what populations they're looking at or what kind of resources they're looking to bring? We're early in the, in the process, but the, um, when I talked to the woman from Catholic, uh, Nancy Voigt is from the executive director of Catholic 
Charities Regional Agency. They are like in consultation with their counterpart in Cleveland to find out, you know, what what needs to be done. How can we work together? Because it's there's a it's a multi-step process. It's not that you, you know snap your fingers and here you go. It would be it be effectively becoming a resettlement agency. Mm-hmm. So um, there's a lot to that. And um, the Youngstown Jewish Federation they've been helping with um, resettling of people from since well, World War II, but um, this would. I, I believe what they're envisioning is larger numbers. So there's still a lot to a lot to do. And what about employment options for these populations? Well, in Akron, they often start at a at a poultry farm up there, poultry poultry, poultry farm and processing facility. And um, like Mr. Canal did that, and then he kind of rose up through the ranks and sort of was a liaison between employees and um, management and and. A lot of the the things that initially when they get here, they they do things that don't require a mastery of the English language for obvious reasons because most of them, a lot of them come here don't have don't know any English, mm-hmm. but they don't always stay in those positions. They move on. Um, like Mr. Canal has kind of become an entrepreneur himself. He, along with two other people, he owns an employment agency. He uh, um, has a small transportation company, and he's a shareholder in a pharmacy. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, plus he's the president of the um, Bhutanese Community Association of Akron, which also works sort of as social service um, kind of thing. They help people get settled. They help people learn to drive, connect them with English services. And and what about housing? Because I know that's a that's a that's a big kind thing of a problem everywhere, here. Right. Um, so I guess how are they tackling that there? And well, the, in um, Akron at the time, the, the there were available there was available housing. I don't think that's become an issue so much yet, but because there have been people who've moved out of those those homes but um it's a i mean it's a countrywide problem of Mm -hmm. a lack of affordable available housing i mean it just is so it's not something that um is unique to youngstown and did you get maybe a sense of the bhutanese community in akron or i guess their their sentiments about being here and and you know they're sure go ahead mr canal was i couldn't say enough about about being, I mean, they were very welcoming, and he, they're very happy. They've got better schools, they've got access to better healthcare, uh, better education, um, homes. So they're very happy here. But I mean, if you think about it, they were in a position they were thrown out of where they lived. Right. So it's not, you know, I, God bless them for wanting to be for making a new home and being happy here. But that's a pretty traumatic thing to have to go through. And it sounds like they've made the best of it they so have, far. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look at him. He's, he's uh, Got got his hand in three different businesses. So I guess last question: What's the broader significance of the story? I guess what's the what's the impact on our listeners, and you know how is this going to be affecting them for probably the next couple of decades or so? Well, um, immigrate immigrants and refugees can can enhance a community. And like when I, when I was speaking to the interim CEO at um, Asia, he was saying, you know, the economic benefits are a side thing, but it's the right thing to do. Um, you're really providing a place for people who have nowhere else on the planet to go. But um, there are uh, for the economic benefits, like the entrepreneurship, the, the new businesses, there are cultural benefits because you get exposed to new food mm-hmm. and new celebrations. And um, it's like kind of that's the fabric on which our country was built. Well, Denise, thank you very much for writing the story and for talking with us about it today. Uh, And thank you to the listeners for joining us on the Byline Breakdown. If you'd like to read more from Denise's story, we'll put a link to that in the story notes. That is in our growth report to 
Business and Industry Edition, which is out this week. So if you don't actually, um, if you're not um, a subscriber, you'll want to get a copy of that. Uh, Until then, we'll be back next week with another episode of the Byline Breakdown. You wouldn't drive a car without a map, so why navigate the business world of northeastern Ohio and western Pennsylvania without the Business Journal? Trusted since 1984, we're the compass pointing you to growth and prosperity. Digital, print, why not both? We've got subscription options tailored for every business-savvy individual. Light up your path to success. Subscribe to the Business Journal today.